Blog Talk Radio. One, two, one, two, three, four. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Career Expert Live. I'm your host, Joe Wu. Hope everybody had a great weekend. Uh, we've got our special guest here, and Greta Hammer. We'll be talking to her momentarily. Uh, just wanted to get through it. Really great story about how um, he chose his career and path. Uh, it's on uh, it's on podcast now, so listen to it. Hopefully, it'll be on iTunes pretty soon. Uh, I was up in New York, in Austin, New York, uh, a couple weeks ago for a corporate firewalk for GE. So if you guys are interested in firewalks, walking on 1,200-degree hot coals, or broken glass, uh, definitely reach out to me. It's a lot of fun. Um, got a new advertiser here who's going to be uh, sponsoring the show in Johnstown Tech Support. Um, also look for a move of the show, possibly to Tuesday. It seems like there's some, uh, some folks out there thinking Tuesday's a good day and getting a lot more guests responsive to, to a Tuesday. Uh, we know how Mondays are. Uh, and we might be alternating shows as a little, little bit as well, where we have uh, one week of a live guest and then a feature topic about careers, something more strategic. We'll kind of get to that. And again, just a reminder, the shows are six weeks on, uh, one week off. We kind of do a rinse, repeat, and keep it going. Uh, and if you guys hear any audio challenges, definitely let me know. I've got the social media stuff up, and I'll be able to see what's going on. And you can always call in, too. You've got credit here. You can call in at uh, 347-989-0028 and ask as many questions as you'd like. Uh, we do pre-screen everybody. Uh, give you guys some uh, some major news here. Uh, so we reported last time that Rapper 50 Cent filed for bankruptcy. That was a $200 million filing. Pretty uh, pretty insane. Well, actually, turns out this week we have another uh, person who filed. A former NBA star, Antoine Walker, uh, reported he's broke and lost $110 million. Uh, he actually had a financial advisor in the beginning of his career and really didn't listen to him and burn through his money. Uh, he went on a lot of sports cars, gave a lot of the money away to friends and family. And basically what he stated was he didn't have the time uh, to keep an eye on his finances. Uh, and unfortunately, it's just you know, a bad decision. Uh, get it, understand things happen. But one of the things I always talk about in your career is managing your finances. Your career really isn't about your job. It's more or less managing your finances as well. If you don't manage it, uh, what, what are you going to be? You're going to lose a lot of money, and you're not going to track it and know where it's at. Uh, so you definitely have to treat your finances as part of your career. One of the cool things is I'm developing a uh, financial wisdom program, which will probably be a three-hour course on Saturdays periodically where people are able to learn how to save money and not make uh, make some mistakes and, and do some good investing. Um, so some of the other news uh, that we have, a jobs report will be coming out uh, in about 10 days for July's data. be interested in how the jobs numbers are. Uh, if you heard, Chrysler had a record $105 million fine for safety issues with uh, failure to complete uh, 23 safety recalls, so that's pretty huge. Don't know what kind of impact that might have on some layoffs or potential uh, job issues, but we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, the energy sector, um, I would actually expect more layoffs due to weak oil prices. There's been a big oversupply, and kind of the talk is that there could be some layoffs coming in the fall. Uh, Xerox cut 3,000 jobs worldwide. Uh, they are trying to transform from a copier to a service company. Kind of reminds me of a company called Kodak uh, when they had the disposable cameras and uh, Unfortunately, we kind of know what happened to Kodak, so hopefully uh, Xerox will maybe be able to turn that around and uh, see what they can do. But their last uh, quarter, they had a 7% revenue drop, so it's not uh, not looking good for Xerox. Uh, Anglo-American has uh, cut 6,000 jobs uh, worldwide. Company-wide effort to save money. Uh, we'll see how that goes. And Qualcomm uh, provided an update 
4,700 jobs lost with 15% of its workforce in restructuring and competitive smartphone markets. So obviously, you've got the iPhone and Android, so um, it's going to be tough for, I think, Qualcomm to compete. Remember back in the day, they made some really great chips, and everything kind of turned around. Uh, for those local to the area here, the A&P uh, company is closing 25 supermarket stores, so if any of you shop at Pathmark, uh, if you know where that's at, uh, some Pathmark stores are closing in Delaware, New York, PA, and New Jersey. Uh, and Barclays actually plans to cut uh, 30,000 jobs in uh, middle back office positions. That's a pretty huge, uh, substantial cut. No real news on uh, the specifics and locations, but we'll um, we'll see where they are. Uh, so we'll bring on uh, Greta in just a few minutes. But Greta Hopmer is actually a singer-songwriter of the Moxie. Uh, and the Moxie have cultivated a sound unlike any other. Uh, love this group. I've known them for a number of years now. Love the, uh, the music. So back in around the summer of 2000 is when uh, the members uh, from a previous band uh, joined forces with Greta to uh, form the Amazing Sound. And I think it was at a Christmas party, and they formed an alliance with Bam uh, Margera and began playing their songs on his uh, serious show, and uh, really they kind of took off. And the band's music's been requested and played on hit shows like The Hills, The City, and the promotion of uh, TBS is fairly legal, a lot of good stuff. And they've got a fan base all over the world, uh, not just in North America, UK, Australia, Norway, Finland, Canada, Germany, and probably everywhere else across the, uh, the globe. And Greta has an amazing, unique voice. Uh, so if you've not heard her sing, uh, check her out on YouTube or check her out on the Moxie's website. Uh, really, really cool voice. And uh, in addition, Greta is actually owner, uh, co-owner of uh, Twin Tree uh, TV, which is virtual workshops, self-discovery. Uh, and your creator of Hawk, uh, for sure. So uh, welcome to the show, Greta. Appreciate Thank having you. you here. Thank you. Awesome to have Greta here. Um, <laughs> so Greta, what made you um, get into singing and songwriting? Okay. I was actually terribly shy. My sister was the singer and the actress growing up. And wow. um, she has an incredible voice as well. She's an incredible actress. And I was extremely shy, like extremely. <laughs> so you would only find me singing um, in my bedroom. <laughs> like, I would usually start off quiet, and then I would get loud because I got into it, and then right. everybody would be outside feeling good, and I would be mortified. And I cannot picture you being shy, though. Seriously. Yeah, I no, just, I'm yeah, really I mean, you're the lead singer, so, <laughs> so that's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit more about how the Moxie uh, came about? So I know you joined forces with, uh, with a group, but how did it kind of all just start? Um, well, so my background is... Like, so eventually I, I gained a little bit of courage and I was play, I basically would play like open mics and I would play at parties. People would be like, Can you sing something? And I was like, okay. And I was, like, I was really, really shy. So it was just like me and acoustic guitar. I don't play guitar like like the guys do at right. all. Like, at all. I can sing along to it. That's about it. Um, and uh, Taylor and I met and we um, started our relationship. And we actually didn't talk about it. We both knew that we did music. We didn't really like talk about it that much. We were right. like really like, in love and happy and everything. And, um, and we started to talk about doing music about six months in. And it was kind of an interesting, because normally it's the other way around. Right. The band, and yeah. you're like, I love you, but it was like the other way around. So, That's uh, so cool, though, how that works out. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. So everything that came out, we were really excited about. And then he had a Christmas party. Um, yeah, Bam heard it, and he was, um, he's been such an incredible um, friend and supporter of everything he's done. Just really, wow. like, cheerleading and championing it. Oh, so that awesome. was, we've always been so appreciative of it. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so it just kind of it just kind of cultivated from there. And what's cool with with everybody, um, especially like now with us, like with uh, Ahmed and Taylor and I, it is awesome because we all share some common like love for music. Like, right. like we all love right. Uh, it's just one of those bands we just love. That's cool. Um, but we all have very differing positions and stuff. So there's a really interesting sound. Like my my voice technically is more of like a folky kind of right. That's what I was gonna say. Kind of issues. I didn't really realize the country vibe until <laughs> recently. But right. Somebody's like, oh, it sounds like 
That's awesome. Um, so neat, though. So it's a really, it's a different sound, you know, and I think right now um, we're just excited to kind of do really truly what comes from our heart, from our soul, and not even try to think about the, I don't know how to put it, it's not that it wasn't that before, right. but there's, you know, you sort of want to put your first impression out, and now we just, it, that doesn't matter as much. It's more just from our heart and soul. Oh, that's so awesome. I can explain that's, it. No, that's cool. That's really cool. So, uh, you know, you talk a little bit about your music. What, what, that's a couple of words that you described uh, Moxie's music as. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> For people who don't know, I mean, I, I kind of know, but it's... Uh... Uh, oh, I don't know that I should have an answer for this. That's okay. Um, Sorry, no problem. Like, there's been a hiatus, so I would right. say like then and now. I would say now it's definitely um, unorthodox, but you have a deep, true, like, rock vibe to it. Yeah. And, um... You know, I want to say like rock and soul, but like there's more going on there. We love the right. 80s. We love like a rock and roll. I love 80s too. Yeah. We love Led Zeppelin. So you're gonna hear um you're gonna hear a bunch of different influences. It's really hard for me to explain. I think. No, that's cool though. I yeah. think that explains it um, very well. I think for any, well. any band, you know, you hear you're like, what do you sound like? You're like, I don't know. That's <laughs> probably always a hard question too. Yeah. Well, we kind of sound like this. We're a little funky. We're a little jazzy or yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. That's cool. So, uh, so what was it like the first time you were performing uh, in front of a live audience in the Moxie? I know you talked a little about being shy, but what was that like, that feeling? You're on the stage, you know, in the venue, you see people out there. Oh, well, it's funny, actually, because the first thing we played at was um, where the F and Band Oh, okay. That was our first performance. Awesome. Um, I had never sang like that and done anything like right. that. So I had gone from, it's about a month before we shot the video. So previous to that, all I had ever done was sit with an acoustic guitar and sing. Gotcha. So then now I'm in heels and I sing like a big diva band and right. sparks were flying and we do the video. So that was my first like that for me personally. That was my first experience doing something like that. Um, and then about a month later, we did the performance for um, uh-huh. their movie. And so you know you have like Cat Von D standing in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like just trying to like sing this totally over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like fake snow in my mouth. So it was. It <laughs> It was very surreal. Um, yep. It was very surreal experience. It was awesome. That's awesome. And that's actually where I was kind of really first introduced you to. See, I'm like, wow, it's just really good. Oh. like, that is really cool. Wow, it's a really you. good, really good voice and really good sound. So, so it really just seemed to kind of catapult you guys, I guess, to uh, yeah. some, some really, uh, really good stardom there. Um, so, as, as a band, what major challenges did you face, you know, kind of going through some, some challenges? Yeah, um, I mean, to be in a band, it's like, you know, you're working with a team, or it's like having another relationship. So, right. something I wasn't necessarily aware of as much, because again, I, I came from such a different background, and now that I, um, I've been doing this for a while, and I've known so many other bands, it's still the normal thing, you know, there's, there are interpersonal um Relationship skills, communication skills. I mean, just like a relationship. Oh it's yeah, like yeah. If you have siblings or somebody that you love and is your partner, you have the same kind of situation. So right. it's definitely something to keep in mind. And I know, like, if I were to tell myself back then, um, I would have at least, I would have maybe taken it less part a little bit. So right. you know, so I want everyone to feel like super good and happy and loved and everything. And I think that I thought that it wasn't. It's for me personally. Right. Most bands are kind of just tear apart and you know they're mad. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. I love it. 
Um, so one of the things that I think people always want to know is like, how do you come up with songs? Like, what's sort of the method to your madness of coming up with a song? You know, a lot of people just, you know, all of a sudden they start playing, and some people start writing, or just go around and oh, think of it. We need Taylor to answer. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. Um, uh, so yeah, we definitely work together as a team after that, um, all of us. But um, you know, I think. For him, I mean, I'm going to try to I guess, delay as much as I can. I know that for him, um, basically, risk will come into his head, and then he'll start. I, he's like composing. I don't yeah. know. He also will compose something and put it awesome. all together. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, but there's there's a real message to it. What's cool is what he'll show me what he has, and then I'll give him my idea about vocals. And then from there, especially this um, new album we're working on, is really cool because it's been, you can't say, like, oh, one person did this or did that when it comes to vocals. I mean, it's been right. really fun. Um creation together in terms of that and then of course on that on the bass like the next song we're putting out the bass line on it is my favorite I love it so much and so it's just everybody kind of adds their little piece to it but Taylor definitely is the lays the, the you know song down or kind of what we all right <laughs> that's awesome so one of the things that I actually saw uh, last week was I saw your uh, Sia cover chandelier on YouTube. Oh. So uh, and my daughter loves loves uh, Sia. She loves that song. It's it's really it's a really cool song. And I remember I was driving, I was on the road, and I just heard it was like, wow, this is really awesome. I just thought it was really really cool. I mean, it was, it was the coolest cover that I thought. So I have to play it for my daughter uh, when uh, when she gets home. So that's one of your favorite songs. What was that like? Or what's it like just covering a favorite song? It just seemed like you get a lot of emotion and yeah. true passion. Well, that was just kind of how I learned how to like play music in right. general. I would just try to like learn a song. Or that's actually how I learned how to like find my voice. I would just find a song that I loved where I could sing really loud and then I would practice it. Right. Um, and during that time, we were on hiatus and I was really bored. <laughs> I, just wanted, I just wanted to sing and try songs that were challenging and that's a challenging song. So, oh, yeah, that was um, it. Her voice is ridiculous and her songwriting is ridiculous. Yeah. So, um, yeah, well, I think so, you, had to, you covered it pretty well. I thought it was really, really awesome. So, my daughter's. Waiting uh, with pain and breath to actually hear that, so, so I'll probably play for her in the in the morning. So, uh, so what advice would you give uh, an aspiring artist who wants to get into music? Like, what's one piece of advice you would say to them? I would say, you know, figure out where. You know, actually, I'm gonna give you advice that my my college counselor gave me, or my high school college counselor. Very cool. Um, he he basically said, you know, how big do you want your pond to be? Do you want it to be a pond? Do you want it to be an ocean? Right. You know, kind of figure out where you want to be with that and I think that when you get that idea you don't have to know it for sure things evolve and you sort of learn from the experiences that you're going through to say okay well that's what feels right this resonates whatever but um, you know there's there's a really great podcast it's a little bit older it's called A Thousand True Fans and it's mainly about um, for solo artists so you're telling multiple for bands Um, but there's such a great potential for artists to be able to have that career in the music industry without necessarily being a team or a team there's so much potential and really when it comes down to it you want to figure out what you're doing it for you know are you doing it for um, a certain status or a certain amount like the pond the size of the pond or the size of the pond or are you doing it um, more just for the artistic expression and neither of those are wrong or right it's just you figure out what your motivation is and then you can kind of shape your decisions around right yeah, I always say that that's a that's perfect analogy because I always say, you know, my sort of entrepreneurship now is kind of like go go big, you know, kind of go home or, you know, you can't just kind of figure out what sort of your niche is and sort of where you kind of fall in that sort of pond or, or the yeah. sea, so. It makes so, sense. Yeah. It really kind of makes you know, what are the things that are wrong to do? Because in any, in any decision, any career, you know, you kind of um, make decisions on things you sacrifice or not sacrifice, whether it's like, 
like not being there for the holiday, right. family, or whatever it is. So you figure out the things that that really are important to you, and you can kind of get an idea of where you're going to go from there. And then right. always, always, always be open to unlimited possibilities. Yeah. Always. You know, I think it's very key. Just just be open to things and be able to sort of pivot and shift. I think from an entrepreneur world, you know, a lot of people told me just be, you know, ready and willing to kind of shift. If the idea is not working, say, so you know, okay, it's not working. It's not a failure. I need to kind of shift a little bit, 10 degrees here, 5 degrees this way, and kind of, kind of really figure it out. Yeah. you're saying shifting and yeah. not switching the direction. Right. I think that's something that, uh, and I mean, I'm still very much figuring out all of this. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm in many different directions. I'm not just doing the music <laughs> right. in my life. And I love, I just, I love life. I love right. lots of different things in life. But um, the one thing I know that has been effective is at least just remaining consistent with a big portion of what you're doing. And right. like you said, shift the little yep. things around it. And that really will help you gain some traction no matter what you're doing. Yeah, and I've been in the band scene here and there. I did a lot of videography and stuff. So I see a lot of like bands in college. Like they start out a really cool, good vibe, good sound. And then like they would do these shifts like with a matter of weeks and they'll like crash and burn and then they'd be done. I'm like, wow, like just feels like a little bit yeah, and yeah. it's just amazing. But you guys are really seem to kinda weather the storm very well and uh, we have the most incredible people yeah. who have like, supported us. Following it, I would like this person, like that group, like that, but it just seems like you guys got some really, really good rabbit fans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's honestly it's the reasons that we, we keep going. You yeah. Know? Otherwise, it wouldn't be, we wouldn't really have the incentive as much to want to like give more, you know? Right. So it's fun. That's awesome. Yeah. So let's actually shift gears just a little bit. Um, we, we talked a little bit about you and the Moxie, but you do some other things as well. Um, so you have uh, Twin Tree TV. Can you kind of give a little bit of explanation of what that is? Yeah, yeah. So um, it comes from uh, my sister's company, Twin Tree Healing. And um, so my sister and I aren't twins, but we're very twin-like. We're actually three and a half years apart. We're looking not oh, well. like. <laughs> but uh, we, you know, the two of us growing up, we were so bonded. There's so much that's like, um, you know, like how twins will like know each other, like we'll be doing something at the same time. Or, right. It's, it's like that all the time with us. It's very um, And for both of us, um, we're both so interested. Like she's always been, like girl hunting. We're always into like physical things. Right. And you can say like spiritual and um, esoteric and all that. Meditation, guided meditation is huge for us. Oh, yeah. And for both of us, we we were in a place in our lives, like I know for me with my health challenges, because I've had Lyme disease for a long time. And gotcha. I've actually I've had it like full blown during the beginning of the month. Oh, wow. So that was not only trying to start a band to do all of that, but right. really sick at the same time. Oh, um, and so throughout doing that, it was you have to find something that grounds you. Right. Something that you can. Um, you know, sometimes when when you have something like Lyme disease or something where you go from being a fully functioning person to everyday things are challenging, right. you, you you shift your you shift your perspective, you shift your the things yeah. that are the meaningful to you. Not everything comes as easy anymore. You know? Sure. So it it shifts your worldview, and I, for me, it was such a blessing. I mean, I can oh, yeah. see that now after, <laughs> right. after many years of going through a lot of things. But even then, I knew it was going to be, but I was very angry about it. But, um, oh, wow. but uh, you know, I knew it was going to be. Um, so Allie and I really, we both did so much of our own personal work to kind of work through things that we were going through. And right. our biggest passion is to share that. No matter what, because she's getting her doctor's psychology, and she's oh, very cool. amazing. And so 
her going through that and like her whole perspective on things and my perspective and then the two of us coming together, it's it's fun. We do meditations and workshops where we're able to bring ideas that um, maybe you would only normally get if you went to uh, an ashram or went to like a yoga retreat or something. But right. really, and and that's amazing. You can do that, do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you don't have that ability and you want to integrate these ideas into your life without doing all of that, that's like that's what we try to do. That's what we have to do. Yeah, and right. it's so incredibly effective for us. Um, and so we do a lot of we have guided meditations on um, cool. like available for download and stuff. So Oh, nice. I'll do like the music in the background, and that's then cool. we write them together. And Allie reads them, and her voice is amazing. Yeah, and I'm into a lot of stuff too, because that's one of the areas to talk about where I feel like in a career, kind of have to focus on that personal development. It may not necessarily be training, but it might be just really taking good care of yourself, health wise, you know, getting in shape, just mentally and, and physically. I think mentally is a big thing because I see so many people. I mean, I've worked at so many different levels. And people get burned out and like to come in and they're like ready to explode. It's like they're ticking, you know, time bomb or something at work. I'm Absolutely. like, man, that guy's gonna like explode or something. And, and self-care yeah. exactly. I mean, right. that's, that's what Allie is focusing on with school um, and everything. She is, like that is just a pioneering thing because people, we don't, even though right. it's so common sense, we uh, all push ourselves too hard. We're taught to push ourselves, you know. So it's like for me, Lyme disease. I wasn't taking good care of myself. Like I was telling you, I used to teach myself with us. Right. It's not sense of fighting, which is very, very rough. And I was yeah. training with <laughs> right. mainly men, and um, I'm a, I'm five feet tall, and it was you know I was taking a lot of um, physical right. interaction with the way, and uh, gotcha. you know I learned self care very, very well from from getting into this. So. That's awesome. Yeah. And then you do uh, Hoff Couture as well, too. You still do a little bit of that. Yeah, so yeah. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yeah, so I've always loved uh, working with, like, crystals and rocks. That's yeah. a little bit of a rock collection. I love them. So getting into all the metaphysical stuff, it was cool because um, when I was not doing well, I used to work with crystals. Whether or not you believe in it. People's, um, like, yeah. Silicon Valley is actually, like, Silicon Valley is important. Oh, yeah. There's a course in that lot, so there's a course in computers, I can get it all into it. Right. I don't, you know, it's really, it's something that really means a lot to me, it works for a lot of people. Um, and it was, uh, again, there was sort of a lull time where that was, that was like my um, creative child, but came oh, out cool. of that, That's and awesome. I, I love it. So like my downtime, and I want to like, kind of ground, and I was spending story, and it's my, no, it's cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Seeing a lot of it on the online, it's really neat. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to send them all over the place. You know, very cool. Awesome. So, yeah. um, where do you see yourself going uh, from here? So, what's next for Greta? God. I have no idea. I <laughs> yeah. do talk a little bit about your education, kind of getting yeah. going. Well, I'm getting my master's in nutrition, herbalism, um, and integrative health. Because uh, cool. I really want to help other people with Lyme disease, autoimmune issues, health in general. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, that'll probably be, like, you know, long-term, long-term. Um, but it's something that I just, I, ha- I like, had to do right now. Right. Know, we're doing the album, and I'm doing, like, so many other things right now. I had to. Right. And it is, uh, it's amazing. I, like, I'm obsessed, and that's what it is. Um, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm doing, right now, I'm finishing up Pathophysiology. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then playing shows at night, and then, right. you know, so I like to keep it interesting. But, uh yeah, so I mean that that'll be definitely something that's always a part of my life, and my sister and I working together, so she'll have a doctor. Gotcha. So that's definitely a big big piece of that. And for music, you know, I'm really we're really open to seeing where it goes. We're gonna yeah. book shows throughout the fall and put awesome. out the album. And you know, I've always said since I was young, because I was just very very shy, but everything I said, I'll sing if you want to hear me sing. Right. And that's so cool. 
that's kind of my philosophy. Still stuck on that shy thing, by the way, but yeah, I, can see, I can see a little bit of it, but yeah, I, not a lot. I've, so. I've grown up a lot. I, right. I used to hide behind my mom's leg all the time. I was not getting it. Yeah, see, I used to do a lot of that when I was little, too, like, get in front of people. I used to do, like, Mr. Rogers stuff, where I, like, get sweaters on and put shoes on and kind of entertain the family, so I definitely wasn't shy, and I kind of got a little shy, you know, growing up a little bit, and then I kind of got back to it, so in front of everybody, so yeah. it's good stuff. It's yeah. awesome. So the last question I uh, I always like to ask uh, my uh, my guests is so looking back at your younger self uh-huh. um, to say maybe your your teenage years what's one thing you would tell your younger self now if your younger self was sitting in front of you everybody is weird awesome. <laughs> I love that <laughs> everybody's weird everybody feels weird yeah. everybody feels weird it's not just you yeah that's yeah. cool yeah I think when when uh, you're younger it's hard to um, know that everyone else is going to do the same thing that's right. one of the reasons I like to be really open about stuff yeah. um, because I know if I had heard, like if I had registered it, maybe I didn't hear it. If it had registered, right. it would have made a big difference. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Very, very awesome. So how do people get in touch with you? If you want to book the Moxie, uh, and we'll actually put all this information up on the uh, on the site as well, but inquiring about uh, Twin Tree TV or Honkature, what's the best way to get a hold of you? Uh, you can always email us for Twin Tree Healing at Twin Tree Healing at Yahoo. Okay. We also have a website, Twin Tree Healing, um, uh, The Moxie is themoxie.net. You can always find me on Facebook or find us on the Moxie Facebook. I'm pretty pretty accessible. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and we'll put all that information up. So it was a pleasure actually talking to you. Thank you so much for dropping by. This is uh, an absolute uh, pleasure. So everybody, Greta Hammer, this is a fabulous interview and uh, appreciate her time. Uh, So we're going to wrap it up here in just uh, just a few seconds. I want to talk real quick about our sponsor now, Johnstown uh, Tech Support. Uh, they're the place to go for all your tech needs. Uh, Johnstown Tech Support believes that computer support should be affordable for everybody, from families to small businesses. The owner, uh, Kevin M., decided to start the support because he saw a need for affordable, uh, affordable computer support. Uh, it's fast, reliable service. I've known Kevin for about uh, about 10 years now. I worked at him with the Red Cross. I think it's a really cool business. They do a lot of remote support, uh, networking VPN setups, uh, desktop and laptop. Uh, and Kevin actually is offering a 15% off uh, remote support if you mention uh, the Joe Wu or Career Expert Live. Uh, so give Kevin a call at 814-254-3893 or go to johnstowntechsupport.com and we'll also put this uh, up on our site as well. So thank you, Kevin. Uh, so that's actually all the time we have uh, for tonight. Uh, join me next week for another uh, weekly show. And thank you again, Greta Hopmer, for your time today. It was a pleasure uh, speaking to you. And stay tuned for uh, next week's information. Find me at facebook.com. Uh, forward slash Joe Wu fan page, Twitter at Joe Wright Chow, Google Plus at JoeWu.com. Website will be up in a couple of weeks. Very, very excited about that to finally uh, kick that off and start. And you got to start somewhere. And that's, I think, kind of what this radio show and podcast is done. So thank you all for listening and thank you for uh, being a part of this journey. Good night and live amazing, everybody. <laughs>